0: Welcome to the Catalyst Church Podcast. We're here up in Humboldt County, California. We're glad you're with us. We hope that you're blessed and that you find peace and grace in the word of God today. Uh, We are in a series right now called Why We Do. And we're looking at all of the different areas and pieces to our service, why we do each of those pieces as a church community and why they're important to us. So last week we looked at the Lord's Prayer, since we pray that together every week in our service. Uh, And this week we're going to look at why we sing. Um, You know, the entire worship gathering is considered a worship service. But while we tend to relegate worship Uh, to singing. Singing is only part of our worship, right? Like it's just a piece of it all. The Lord's prayer is part of our worship. Communion, the Eucharist is part of our worship. Being in God's word, reading the scripture is part of our worship. Worship means to pay attention and give adoration to God. It involves our entire being, our physical body, our emotions, and our minds. Worship creates an opportunity to seek God, to seek the presence of God, and it made me think this week about like about Bono from U two, and maybe he is like the world's greatest theologian when he sang out. But I still haven't found what I'm looking for because there is this insatiable quest, like a a thirst, a hunger. god that is not fully ever found right like maybe god designed us to seek god because when we seek god we will find god but yet we'll always long for more god god's presence god's face god's god's essence is something that we search for and seek for and long for and yet we when we continually get more and more of that there's just more and more that we long for beyond that as well and worship brings us to that place it's an opportunity to seek god and long for god while being met in that longing worship is a holistically involved experience of connection with and focus on god to find what we've been looking for and singing on your own you know in your shower or wherever you might sing maybe in your car and also singing together is a big part of that experience and our our focus then gets redirected and what we've been looking for gets realigned with christ again when we sing we sing together because it redirects our focus back on Christ and reminds us as a church community of our commonality. There's a, There was a study done in March of this year by the Barna Group and they were doing a study on different faith communities and what most people have missed during uh, the church during this pandemic and being separated from each other and singing together with live music was close to the top with like the Eucharist being the first thing that people really missed about being not being in person this is something that we long for that we miss because it is something that is like this sacred experience singing is almost like a primal thing it's it's a like group singing is almost this primal experience like if i go to the crabs game which is a baseball team here in humboldt and i go to this crabs game and i'm watching this minor league group play and i'm sitting in the stand on the bleacher and i've got my popcorn and and i've got my soda or whatever and and i'm just like participating watching this this game I am one person in the stands, but during that seventh inning stretch, when we all stand up and the band starts playing Take Me Out to the Ball Game and we all join our voices singing together, it's like instead of just being one person on the stand, I am now brought into a group. I am am fused together with my neighbors as we sing and sway and join our voices together. Group singing isn't something we do very often. So when it happens, it like, it like connects with our, with like that primal spot within us, within our mind really. Or we like have a birthday party and everybody starts singing happy birthday. And then at the end we all like clap, like we did it. <laughs> we sing together. I don't know if we're clapping for ourselves or the person who just received the birthday song, but there's something so connective about that. And I think that's why like during Christmas, so many people sing in groups, a corporate singing, these carols, because most people know enough verses of most songs that they're able to join their voices together. So I have a couple questions for you and I just want you to like sit in it. You're welcome to pause the video and maybe even write down the questions, allow them to ponder in your mind. But the first is, um, how has singing aided you in your worship? Like what part has singing played when it comes to your focus, adoration, attention? Has singing aided in that, that part of your worship experience? Um, also, I'm curious, like when has singing been difficult for you or when has it been distracting? Like when, was, when has it been like you love your worship experience, but the singing part is actually kind of challenging for you? Um, what do you think singing together does to us as a people, like as a group, or even within your own self personally, what does singing together like? How does that affect you? And the last question is: Have you had any experience where you know you've sung together, maybe in a church service, maybe in a choir, or maybe when you were in uh, elementary school? When has singing together shifted your physical or your emotional or your mental posture? Like what has has that shifted for you? So I'd love if you engaged with these questions. If you don't feel like it, don't worry about it. We'll actually have a lot of this in the one-on-one time or like the, sorry, the whole group time that we do on um, in-person and on Zoom. So I encourage you to engage as you are able. Uh, Singing together has always been a part of people's faith experiences. Um, especially within our Judeo-Christian experiences. You can look at Jewish historical faith and how much the Psalms and the singing were part of that. And then also going into Christianity and um, that Acts 2.42 verse that says that they met together in one location and they listened to the apostles teaching and they sang the Psalms. And so singing, like bringing a melody to a certain agreed upon affirmations or beliefs and prayers has been, has like long been a form of unification between people. It's It allows what's been bottled up within you to come out. And for us, it comes out in this Jesus community, right? This community who loves you and sees you and affirms you in, in, in who you are. So singing together, it creates these openings and these pathways for you to express your intense feelings by loving God with all of your emotions and then by joining your voice with the voices around you. Most of us have experienced how music has the potential to like bring the sense of calming. It can relax us. It can um, make our nerves feel calm. Um, Music lessens the stress and anxiety, and it can bring comfort. It can bring actually can bring healing to our bodies when our bodies are in a a type of distress. This is what music does to us. But singing together, not only has that music component, it actually disrupts negative thought patterns, like those negative thought loops that go throughout your minds that can sometimes bring you down. There's, there's ways that like I'll be doing the dishes. I'll be folding the laundry. I'll be taking care of something around the house. And, and in, in that space, I get locked into obsessively thinking about things like, well, I'm, I'm not doing enough. Right. Or, um, I'll think about, man, why did I say that? Why did I, why did I say it like that? And that it just kind of loops through. Or sometimes I'll be like doing things around the house and I'll be like, blaming my kids. Bah, they're always making a mess or blaming my partner or, or blaming somebody else for something that I am doing or experiencing. And so these, the thing is, is um, singing can actually disturb those patterns. It re-engages our intellect, our emotions, and our bodies back to the good things around us. So instead of me like blaming and bitter and bleh, it actually allows me and, and forces me to then see all of it as goodness, as blessing, as joy. It redirects my thoughts back to God. It reminds us what we've been looking for and can bring, oftentimes bring like whatever impossible situation you're going through, um, it can bring you a whole new perspective when you sing. So singing together, though, it calms your heart rate. Um, there's studies that show that it boosts your immune system. Um, that when you sing with other people, it releases endorphins and serotonin and dopamine into your brain, uh, elevates your entire state of being. And singing together, uh, when we're together, it like brings a sense of closeness. Just like singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," like there's a sense of intimacy and bonding that happens through this shared vulnerability and cohesion because when we sing especially songs of worship we have to let our guard down a bit when we are bringing that area of emotion out into the world we don't only sing together in worship because it's good for us personally (laughs) like oh this is the way that will make me feel better about myself We sing together because it brings glory to God. It redirects our attention back to the most important parts of what it means to be human and what it means to be a person of faith. And I've noticed patterns in church life, maybe you have as well over the years, where singing is a make it or break it part of church community. Like, I've known more people who have left their church family for another church community because they just didn't connect with the worship, or they just didn't like the music. And I don't necessarily fault them for this, uh, because singing is such a vital part towards what it means for many people to feel close to God. So if you're not if you're not having those areas of your life met, especially in that church community, I can see that need to step back and reevaluate. Um, and there's just a reality that some church worship leaders are distracting. <laughs> they just are, because their voice is weird, or because they're wearing something super strange. They got like the deep V, and maybe there's just too much of the fog machine <laughs> happening. <laughs> um, you know that some some church worship types feel performative. It it feels like you're at a concert and you can't even hear the person singing next to you. You can barely hear your own voice, right? Some songs feel exclusive. Uh, Like if you don't believe these specific things, then you won't be included in the community. Um, Sometimes there's damaging theology in the songs that we sing. And and if it's the same kinds of songs every single week, um, that's really hard sometimes there's a new song like new songs every single week and you'll never learn them and you'll never be able to learn them and because you can't then you can't really participate and that feels really uh exclusive as well like not inclusive sometimes you could be at a worship service and the hymns that are sung every week just feel too old and too stuffy it's hard to connect with or sometimes you're at a service and the praise songs feel too shallow and repetitive. But friends, there is something incredibly important, I think, about pushing past your personal preferences, checking your heart posture in singing and and, and pressing through that discomfort. And so there's a sense of discomfort because I'm not connecting with the music or maybe there's like a hardness of heart because I'm, I don't really want to be here. I'm better, whatever it is. But also, you know, singing can be awkward. It's hard. Maybe your voice is you just think your voice would would bring too much of a horrible sound to the the, the rest of the singing. Um, there's a sense of feeling like kind of dorky. When you sing, like, am I bringing too much attention? Is everybody looking at me, or whatever it is? I that's a reality as well when it comes to corporate singing. Like, I get that, but I think that there's an invitation to push past some of those blocks that are bombarding your heart to get yourself off of yourself and onto God. Uh, That there's this this invitation that we are into that that we are get to push past those. And, and open your mouth and join your voice with those around you. So that's what I wanted to say about singing. And I, and I actually want to look at what the Bible says now. Um, and I'm going to look at Ephesians chapter 5. Uh, for Bible study, we were in Philippians. So if you want your, I would love it if you read the Philippians passage, which is, let me see if I can even find it. For Bible study, we talked about Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 9. It was like rejoice in the Lord, don't be anxious. I mean, it just like, it was such a such a good Bible study. Um, but today I actually want to go into Ephesians. And I'm going to read verses 8 to 20. And it might not make sense in the beginning, but I want you to think of it from that perspective of singing together, like bringing that joyful noise, that um, that those words of truth to the community around you. So Paul says to the church in Ephesus, "'For you were once darkness, "'but now you are light in the Lord. "'Live as children of light, "'for the fruit of the light consists of all goodness, "'righteousness, and truth. "'And find out what pleases the Lord. "'Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, "'but rather expose them. "'It is shameful even to mention "'what the disobedient do in secret, "'but everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, wake up sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you will live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, may the Lord add a blessing to this reading. Thanks be to God. What I love about this passage, friends, is that Paul says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light you are light singing together reminds you of who you are reminds you of what you're looking for what your heart has been longing for that god is near you and that you are light I look at this passage, and sometimes I look at these like things where it says, "For the fruit of the light consists of all goodness, righteousness, and truth." And I think of like this list. Okay, these are things that I need to like make sure that I'm marking into and, and aiming for. You know, like goodness and righteousness and truth. It feels like these targets I'm supposed to aim for to be a a good Christian. But friends, these aren't targets that I'm aiming for. It, it says that we're filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the. being filled with the spirit means that we that that what comes out of me looks like love and joy and peace and patience and kindness these spirit-filled lists are given for us not to shame us or feel like we're not measuring up somehow they're given for us to re-examine our lives and see how i am aligning my life with christ i have to ask the question am i aligned with christ am i living this goodness this righteousness this truth am i living honestly am i living with integrity as a trustworthy person am i authentic and humble? because these attributes actually press the light of Christ into dark places, and it exposes, not because I'm pointing it out and I'm saying, look at all that darkness there, all those horrible people. That's not what's happening here. It's literally the light of Christ exposes, just because of who we are as Christ followers, it exposes whatever contempt and bitterness and revenge is residing in those spaces. That light that you are, exposes pride and greed and jealousy and hatred it exposes it not just within us but within those around us and i think that singing together it readies us to be firm in our faith in christ in being filled with the spirit that light so it can be exposing the things that are actually harmful to ourselves and others Singing pushes back anxiety and worry, bitterness and and hatred. Singing stomps out contempt and blame. It reveals any lies by shining truth. Singing pushes back fear. It pushes back the darkness. Singing becomes this kind of armor we wear that protects us from the hateful lies of the enemy. Singing is like this prophetic, Powerful tool that God has given us that reminds us of who we are and who God is and 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 what God is doing in the world and how we've been invited to participate. We and, and the thing is, friends, is that we don't sing just to worship God. We and and remember who we're who we're looking for, what we're looking for. Singing is something even more than that. It says in in this passage, it says, "Be filled with the Spirit." speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so what I want to point out here is that we speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and song from the, songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your heart. We're not just singing to God. <laughs> We're singing to each other. We sing to each other. We we help each other find our voices again. Some of you have lost your voice. You've lost that essence, that vitality, that purpose. When we sing to each other, when I sing to you and you sing to me, it's like we're reminding each other of that essence, of the voice that we may have lost track of we remind each other what we're looking for. Singing is a foretaste of heaven, where every tongue and tribe and nation join their voices in this unifying melody and praise. It is where all things that are broken and falling apart and voiceless are joined back together again in this whole and complete love. Singing together takes this individual An independent person and then fuses that person back together with the body of christ singing together is an interdependent and prophetic act of grace that binds us back to each other and to ourselves and to god so friends May you find that joyful noise in your heart and bring forth what's been bottled up and hidden out into the open in your faith community. May you love God with all your physical self, with all your emotional self, with your entire mind. May you love God with your interdependent, that social self as well. And may your thoughts be prophetically redirected and realigned with the God of love and grace. Amen.